What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 55 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Uh, not a lot. Uh, Players Cup 3 already come and gone for the first the first weekend by the time this goes live. Uh, so we covered all that stuff last episode. So today it's about halfway through Series 8. Figured we could look at our tier list and see how right, how wrong we were. I have a feeling a lot of the stuff uh, we were going through and looking through everything and testing. Well, you know, now that we have played with literally everything. Yeah. uh, Well, mostly everything. uh, We can actually talk about what's good, what's bad and what deserves to go where. Yeah. We have a little bit more of an idea on what things do and whatnot. So. I have pulled up the tier list on screen here for those listening on YouTube, for those listening at home on maybe listening on Pandora, our new partner for podcast stuff here. Um, we'll have a end and end result uh, saved down below in the description. Um, so I guess we might as well start with our S tiers and talk about that. Yeah, let's let's just start from the top, basically. Um, Cosmog and Cosmolum are still really bad. Don't play them. Tell okay. them to get in the bag. Um, Good. Good talk. <laughs> Uh, going going into our S tiers, um, Groudon has kind of fallen off. Um, Groudon's never took off the way we thought it would. Uh, it's definitely yeah. been a lower tier restricted. Uh, I'm comfortable. I'm putting it in A to B. Honestly, I, I think B is probably more accurate. Like I'm okay putting it here. <laughs> like yeah, is the, is I, the I upper echelon is appropriate of B, to put it in for sure. Um. Sun just hasn't been that great. And when you see it, it's like Charizard, which they're both weak to Kyogre. So Kyogre, even through Sun plus Water Spout, just blows you up. And, you know, uh, Groudon was the first thing that I played in the format. And when I played it, man, I felt so far ahead in the format compared to everyone else. And I honestly think that was just a factor of the team I played and not a... And, like, the the time i played it and not a reflection of the format as a whole yeah um i i think that groudon and venusaur are still very good together um mm-hmm. i think that combination of pokemon is immaculate but i think when talking about sun as a weather i don't think groudon is the setter that people want i don't think people want to uh devote their restricted slot to it when Torkoal works basically just as well. Yeah, and even better in certain situations. Yeah, um, the, the fact that, like, there's a, like, Sunroom team that's been running around, and, I mean, that's a variant of something that's been going on since Series 3. Yep. So, like, having having this Trick Room Sun team uh, with Torkoal as a viable weapon on both sides of, of the team makes it where... Groudon just really doesn't get to do everything that it's ever wanted to do in comparison to the other restricteds. Yeah. Also, there's just a plethora of flying types in the format, so Groudon never has a very good, like, time to hit precipice blades unless you know there's no flying types on the other side of the field, like, at all. So, it's like, just stabs. On top of that, um, speaking of flying types, like, Landorus hurts this thing immensely. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you... can't hit it with precipice blades it intimidates you on switch in um 
Incineroar bodies this thing. Like, sure, you're weak to ground, but intimidating Groudon is, like, one of the best things you can do against it. And, mm-hmm. like, um, after playing with in Draft League and everything, if you burn Groudon, it just stops doing anything. Yeah, the, that's the fact just that Groudon for most of physical attackers, though. Is a mon that is, like, permanent, like, that sets weather, but isn't... It doesn't really benefit from the weather it sets is a big problem. Yeah, we don't get any kind of primal shenanigans, so. Like, sure, you get fire punch, but that that's not really what we want to be doing. Yeah. If this was primal Groudon, I think it'd be a very different story. But Oh, think, yeah. Like, if this was fire ground Groudon with drought compared to primordial sun or whatever its ability is, like... Just literally adding the fire typing to Groudon, I think, would make it way better. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, other of the weather duo, Kyogre. Uh, I think Kyogre stays put. Yeah, I, I think it's, if not the best thing in the format, easily top two. Yeah, uh, Kyogre definitely has shown time and again why it's scary, why it does very good things. Uh, if anything, it's probably the most played restricted next to Zacian, I believe. Um, I'm actually going to pull up our wonderful, wonderful so, yeah. friends over at Architects and look it over there and see what we can see. Uh, I think we- Zacian and Kyogre are the top two played Restricteds right now, and, f- and for good reason. Uh, Kyogre is number 10, so it's the first Restricted. No, that can't be right. No, Zacian's number four. There we go. Yeah, I'm about to say Zacian usage. Uh, Kyogre's at 16%. Yeah. So, you know, we'll we'll kind of knock these out together. Um, Even though they do very different things, they are, in my opinion, uh, like, really, it feels like they're the only two S-tier mons at this point. Yeah, like, you could slot Kali Shadow into that, like, argument a little bit just because of how fast it is. Same thing with Kali Ice or one of the, like, Duskbane Necrozma or Solgaleo. Um, but, like, when looking at them as a whole, like, all of them, these two are the two that stand out the most, I feel like. Yeah, and, you know, they, they are weak to very different things. Um, something that really stands out is, like, Reggie Eliki against uh, Kyogre. You know, it puts on a ton of pressure on against it. It puts on a ton of pressure against the uh, Tornadus that's usually next to it. You know, there's there's also variants that are running, like, Whimsicott, so you're not doubling up on that electric weakness. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you also have to worry about, uh, uh, specifically with Kyogre teams, something that I'm a big fan of is playing Raichu with it just to, like, stop the amount of electrical attacks coming at you, just having Raichu in the back can put on a ton of pressure against opposing Elekis. Um Another thing that's really, really good against Kyogre, like, Lapras setting up screens just kind of bodies it. Yeah. Like, Water Lapras, is, Lapras the, is the just counter. completely yeah. shuts down Kyogre. Um, a lot of Kyogre have had to swap to running... Water Spout, Origin Pulse, and Thunder, so they lose that ice coverage a lot of the times, which means your grass types like Venusaur, Rillaboom start to just be able to chip away at it better. So there's, which, there's definitely play around on the against against Kyogre, which is good. I I my optimal build of Kyogre right now, I think it's appropriate to drop Origin Pulse. 
Like, mm. that sounds really weird, but I think it's correct because I want the ice coverage for Rillabooms and I want the I want Thunder for um for Lapras. Like uh, having one or the other doesn't feel great. Like that that's it's good and all until you run into like one fire type that you just can't hit because it's you have ice and electric coverage and you don't have any decent water coverage anymore because you're at like 10% HP. That, that That is true. Like, that is one of the downsides to it is if you're... It, I don't want to drop Water Spout, though, you know? Just because it can put on so much pressure early. Yeah. But it might be appropriate to drop it for Origin Pulse, but then you have to worry about accuracy problems. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you drop it for Scald? Like, that doesn't seem right. No. And, like, I, I feel like it's almost almost required to have protect like looking looking here at architects i mean water spout protect origin pulse ice beam uh thunder scald in like moves like you don't have a lot of variance when it comes to kyogre's move pool no um, uh but you know there's there's a ton of things that kyogre does really well it puts on immense pressure early, especially under tri- uh, under Tailwind, you know, being able to fire off huge water spouts. Not like the fact that you don't have to uh, use it as your Dynamax target makes makes it immensely good. That's part of the trend I'm noticing is a lot of the good restricteds are either not Dynamaxing or can't Dynamax. Jacian uh, just like. That's what makes it so good is you can build your whole team and then just throw Zacian in. Yeah, the fact that, like, you can just be like, all right, well, here's four or five mons. Huh, I don't have a restricted. Yeah, we'll we'll throw Dog on there. It works great. It can be played with anything. Um, we'll talk about it here after a while, but the team of the week I'm playing this week is playing Zacian. And it's really good. It's actually the first time I've got to play with Zacian, and it feels really, really good. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear you say that. I've been playing Zacian on, like, hidden on Showdown for, like, weeks now, and it's been great. Uh, and, you know, I, that's, that's a big contrast to what I've said in the last couple of weeks where I'm just like, you know, you can go back and, and clip it and be like, I've said something along the lines of, Zacian's not very good. Why are people playing it? <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Um, I, I've been real high on Laprisation just overall because Kyogre's the one thing you have a hard time beating with Zacian teams. And having that Lapras, having that Thunderous helps beat your beat up Kyogre a ton. Um, the current team I'm playing with is um, Fast Amoongus, uh, Umbreon, Zacian, Lapras, AB Thunderous, and um, Landorus. And Dude, it you is... want to talk about like sleeper picks in this format? Umbreon is up there, man. Oh yeah, I, I've debated taking one of my shiny EVs that I have hiding around and just evolving it into an Umbreon just so I have it. <laughs> Dude, it's it's really good. It is way better than I thought it would be ever. Um, access to just bulky Snarl is just really good. Snarl is just re- having access to Snarl is just really good in this format in general. Like Snarl as physical heavy and as it is, are really good. Like, um. Just reducing damage is important. Yeah, and that's that's something. Uh, going back to the Zacian team, the 
team that I've been playing with also has P2, which has Eerie Impulse. And it's just like, okay, you officially do no damage. Yeah. Like, like between just... P2 and Incineroar, I just bulk up naturally. I don't yeah. I don't need screens to be bulky. I just stop you from doing damage. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, moving, moving on here. Unless you have anything else to say about Zacian or Kyogre. Nah, nah. They're they. I've, we've talked them to death, honestly. Um, the big one here on this thing is Yvaltal, which Yvaltal's the one that we were. I was iffy on S tier before we put it in here, and I'm still kind of iffy on it. But it keeps just putting up results in random places, and we don't know. And I don't know why. So. We, you and I both played it in Draft League, and it was absolutely insane. Week in and week out, I was thoroughly impressed with, with uh, Eveltal, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've played against it on ladder in the last, like, month. Like, it, people just aren't playing it. I'm thinking that's what it is more than anything. It's just people just don't want to play it. They know, like, Zacian and Kyogre are known quantities, so people want to play with those. Groudon is a known quantity, so people want to play with it. Things like Duskbane Necrozma, Solgaleo, Zamazenta, uh, those are all just, like, known things that are very good. And Yvaltal is... It's kind of iffy because it's, like... It's this kind of support Pokemon that has a lot of damage output and has a kind of deep move pull, both physical and special. So it's like it's harder to play with, I would say, and it's not made for a best of one format. Yeah, that's that's the thing is. uh, And, you know, uh, tackling that last thing you said there, it's not good for best of one. I'm actually going to counter that. I think this is an insanely good best of one Mon because you don't know what it does until it happens. Um, like the the fact that it can carry assault vest, it can carry weakness policy, it can carry, you know, just generic item. Like it could carry a berry if need to, and just bulk up in front of you. Like it does a lot, but when you actually look at its move pool, it really only does like one thing really well. And that's so, just sit in front of you and oblivion wing you to death. <laughs> yeah, basically, like it has access to. Um, it has access to Tailwind. Yep, which is good. But like uh, Snarl, Tailwind, Sucker Punch, uh, Focus Blast, Shadow Oblivion uh, Wing, Heat Wave, uh, you know, Phantom it, it Force, has a lot working for it. Foul Play. Um, and what you know, else what's, what's really great is like Foul Play gets boosted by Dark Aura, like. So you have that going for you. If you have like black glasses on, it gets boosted even more. Yeah. Like the, the people who are playing this as like mono dark type, just beat you down. I don't think is correct. No, um, I think there's a lot of ways you can play Eveltal, but I don't, I don't know where it fits right now. And um. I, I think it's probably down in like C tier, to be honest with you. I was going to suggest going into B just because it still is Tailwind. It still is. That's that's fair. uh, And the reason it's not a very good best of one is because it's harder to play with than Burr, Hit, Zacian, Go, Behemoth, Blade, Kill You kind of situation. It's much harder. I think if you are 
an experienced Evelto player, if you have, you know, a hundred games under your belt playing with the team and you know the ins and outs of it and know what to do with it, it's a very good Pokemon. Yeah. Um, um it's much it harder for a, people to just slap a ladder team together with it and just grind with it, and that's why you don't see it very often. It doesn't feel like a uh a team that's very good like it doesn't feel like a mon that newer players are going to be geared toward playing. Yeah, uh, I'm calling it now. I'm expecting Yvaltel to just smash Players Cup 3. Dude, I would not be surprised. I'm expecting Yvaltel and Reshiram and uh, Dialga just to come roaring through the ranks and just smash Players Cup 3. So, you know, um, talking on that note, where do you what do you think it's going to end up? Like, do you do you feel comfortable leaving it in B? I think it's fine in B. B is a very good tier for Yavalto just because it has access to Tailwind, it has access to Snarl. Like we just talked about with Umbreon, Snarl is a very good thing to have. Um, also, being able to just like even go modest nature and just pick up KOs with Sucker Punch still because Dark Aura is busted is just a really good thing to have it for. So I think B is a fine spot for it, honestly. So that leaves only one more up in the original S tier. Callie's Shadow. Uh, This thing has been underwhelming, to say the least. Like, it requires a lot of pivoting and playing around your weaknesses to try and avoid getting hit. Uh, Things like follow me, redirection, proper switching are all just like... It rewards good play styles, uh, but gets punished uh if you're it's like the last mon standing situation from my experience shadow rider has been a thorn in my side from the beginning of this format <laughs> i for the life of me cannot beat it <laughs> play more umbreon it is, it is play more incineroar nightmare. i see it in team preview and go i don't know what to do and my brain just shuts off Click snarl in front of it. It's fine. I, I, you know, that's the worst part. Like, I know how to beat it. I know what to do. But, like, I never get into a position where I can capitalize on my game plan and can punish them for doing what they're doing. See, I've had the opposite issue. I just blow them all up. I feel like Cali uh, Shadow Rider is, like, the easiest of the two to play around. Oh, see, I... Both of them, I'm just like, I know what these do. I can't beat them to save my life. Uh, it's it's harder to beat Cali Ice because the ca- the coverage is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, they can carry ground, they can carry fighting, they can carry grass, they can carry steel. Uh, whereas Shadow Rider is like, I have Astro Barrage, I have Snarl, I have Will-O-Wisp. It's like, the, the common sets are like, I've seen Draining Kiss running around. Um, yeah. I've seen Pollen Puff. Like, uh, let's see. Looking at Architects here, we have Astral Barrage, Expanding Force, Mudshot, Hyper Beam. Sounds like normal Spectrier stuff at this point. Um, Draining Kiss. I mean... The big thing is, like, this paired next to Ndidi, or this next to um, Lele, I think is very good. Being able to set psychic terrain so where you can't be interacted with before you move because you are so fast 
is a very good thing. It's like the best thing you can do is redirection and uh, just not just trying to avoid priority with it, which yep. is why DD female is so good with it. The downside is, is you're both weak to dark. <laughs> and then Urshifu comes in and says, all right, well, I'm going to punch you. Like I resist both stabs from you and I'm just going to punch you. <laughs> Like, um, I, I ignore one stab, I resist the other, getcha. And, like, yep. to to another extent, um, Incineroar, as weird as it sounds, lines up really good against this thing. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, Incineroar, Umbreon, uh, all of these dark types line up really good against Astral Rider, just, uh, Astral Barrage, just because it's just, like, it's spread ghost damage. The keyword being spread it, mm-hmm. it sucks that it's just like it has to be a spread move and you're like trying to pick up KOs with it and sometimes you just don't get enough. And so having a dark type there to just kind of soak up that damage is very good. Um, So I'm comfortable moving Kali Shadow down to A. I think it is if it's not S, it is very high A. Yeah, like it's it's going to be it would be right about here, probably in this. I, in I these, think it is very top borderline. Um, you know, and going from one Cali form to the other, I think that's right. I, th- I think I think that's where it goes. I think Cali Granted. Ice is probably the one that belongs in S tier. It is the the problems with Cali Ice is there's a lot of Intimidate running around. You are weak to Urshifu. You're weak to Incineroar on both of its stabs. You're, yep. weak to, you're, you're weak to Incineroar for a plethora of reasons, as we will probably see a lot today. Um, Incineroar is really good, and there's yeah. reasons it's really good. There's a reason it's really good. You should go watch the deep dive from Wednesday, and you can find out why Incineroar is really good. Yep, if you want to know why, go follow Carl's stuff and listen to it, because honestly, that video is very good. It's very informative. Um, I haven't got to watch the one that came out today. Friday. Yep, Thunderous. I, I got to watch Thunderous Incarnate. Yet, but I'm I'm excited to watch it and see what you had to say about Thundy. Yeah, Thundy's Thundy's a pet Pokemon of mine right now. I've really been enjoying Thunderous. But uh back to Cali uh Cali Ice here. Uh didn't know it got seed bomb until I got overgrowed one time. <laughs> Did not know that. Got blown up by that. Uh um, I, I know that one because Bowerdad did it in uh Draft League. Not against me, but I got to watch it, and it was yeah. great. Uh, so I think Cali Ice is definitely the S tier. Like, it is the premier Trick Room abuser right now, next to probably Duskbane Necrozma, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, but definitely, definitely, definitely don't sleep on Cali Ice. It's another, it's a very good Pokemon right now. Even though it has a bunch of extra weaknesses compared to last year, it's still really good. I'm going to go ahead and say it, though. I still prefer Glastrier, as weird as that sounds. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, Ice is already one of the worst typings defensively. If you add Psychic to it, that just adds more weaknesses to Ice. Yeah, you're not adding <laughs> any resistances. Uh, I mean, yes, you are. You're removing a fighting weakness, but... But, like, I don't think that's enough. I don't think there's enough that's... fighting-specific coverage yeah. running around where that's a problem. Like, Urshifu is just going to hit you with the dark type move instead. Like, so, like, does <laughs> does being faster under Trick Room 
is that worth the extra move pool slots that you gain and the no. extra ability of unnerve? And I think the answer is probably yes. I think a lot of people will probably say yes, but I'm in, I'm in the camp that Glastry is really underrepresented in this format. Uh, it is underrepresented because the, everyone just thinks ice riders better. So they just play it immediately. Um, there's also just a lot of incidental hate against Glastrier specifically because there's uh, just Ice Rider just running around. Mm-hmm. Um, so Glastrier is going to get less play because just one, everyone's Glastriers are tied up into Calyrex Ice. <laughs> I'm waiting on um, the team that plays both. Both Glastrier and uh, Ice yep. Rider? That'd be cool. And uses Glastrier as a trick room setter. I mean, he uses a Cali Cali as Cali the Ice trick room a, setter. That'd be cool. Someone do it, please. I want to <laughs> play it. Uh, moving through the rest of A tier here. Um, this is Zernius needs to get out of here. Yeah, you can you can drop that for a while. Keep keep going. <laughs> no, nah, C is C is about where it needs to be. Zernius does one thing really well. It does, does the whole. It I did you watch the ladderings I played with it? Zernius no, sweet. <laughs> Zernius actually cleans up when it gets to do the thing. It gets to clean up games and lives hits. It probably shouldn't. But uh, the problem is there's a million steel types running around because ice riders around. So it actually gets weaker. That's why it's in C. Not not only that, but I think the fact that it takes a turn to set up while other restricteds just Dynamax in front of it and ignore it. Um, is a big problem with Xerneas right now. I think um, I think Xerneas is probably like the restricted that suffers the most from quote unquote power creep. the The fact that Dynamax really just comes in and puts on um, immense pressure starting on turn one, depending on what they lead, can really dictate the pace of the game. It, basically, in team preview. A lot of the games I won with Xerneas were where I would properly switch in whatever into a steel type attack or into a poison type attack and dodge weaknesses for Xerneas. And then once their Dynamax was stalled out, Xerneas gets to come in, sets the power, sets the uh, Geomancy with Power Herb, and then we Dynamax or then we just click Dazzling Gleam and just spread damage all over them. Um, it's, it's like, it's just how you got to play with it. You just got to play Xerneas a little bit more defensively. It's not the burgo fast button that everybody's expecting it to be it's definitely a this is not 2019 don't play it like it was yeah this is definitely the i'm going to hold this in the back for as long as possible because once i remove the threats to xerneas it just gets to sit there in front of you it gets to outspeed you it gets to just bulk up in front of you and just click dazzling gleam all day um dialga i think dialga is still really good i think dialga is fine where it's at in a I, I think NA is probably where it belongs. Um, still has access to just really good coverage. It's really bulky. It's only weak to fighting ground. Which, um, granted, ground is a very common type right now. Um, with the likes of Zygarde, Groudon, all the Incineroars running around, all the Landorses running around. Like, there's there's a lot of reasons to be playing with ground coverage, and there are a lot of reasons to expect ground coverage from your opponent. That being said, Dialga's bulky enough to take all of them. Oh, yeah. And that's that's before, like, you even look at investing or oh, even yeah. look at items. Like, it takes hits upon hits upon hits. 
the best way to beat Dialga I found is to just either snarl or intimidate, depending on its damage type, into the dirt. Just yep. wait, make it to where it deals no damage. And if um, it deals no damage, then you can just chip away at it and it, you're fine. I believe it was with the Eternatus team I played against a Dialga, and I just, like, stalled out their Dynamax and then one-shot it. <laughs> just blew it up? Yeah, just be like, all right, cool, go away now. Yep. Um... It may only be weak to two types, but it takes a ton of neutral hits. Mm-hmm. Like, fire's a neutral hit, dragon's a neutral hit, uh, fairy's a neutral hit, resist psychic, ice is a neutral hit. Yeah, ice there's is, a ton. Yeah, ice is neutral. I was ice say, is I'm neutral. Like, no, ice should be resistant, and then I remember it's dragon type. <laughs> um, speaking of other dragons, this Giratina. You were very high on Giratina when we started this whole thing, and it's been a while since then. What do we think now? I like it. I don't think it's very good, though. It's How not good is it, Carter? It's better than Rayquaza. Well, that's a start. Is it better than Xerneas? I think it is more versatile than Xerneas. Okay, we can put that. We can do that. Um, is it better I than one of these low B than one of these Bs? It's probably on par with like Zamazenta. Okay. Like it's it's probably I like it in C. I think I think C is probably appropriate. Um, the thing about it is specifically the this is origin form, right? Uh, this is whatever the the walking one is. Yeah, that's before before the orb. No orb. I'm this looking. is base. This is no, base. It's, it's uh, altered. Origins yeah. the other one. Yep. Yeah. Um. So altered is really interesting. Like it has base one one twenty attacks, or is it one hundred? I have no clue. I'm I can Bulbapedia. say I can tell you random. You can just check out Archidex, dude. Oh yeah, duh. You're way smarter at this than I am. Yeah, it's it's one hundreds, okay. uh, hundreds in both attacks, one twenty in both defenses, one fifty HP. So like, its bulk is immense. Its bulk is absolutely bananas. Yeah. Before you even look at investment or slapping a assault vest on it or whatever. As someone who has lost to this thing multiple times in Dynamax Adventures, it is very bulky. And, you know, that's that's before you look at its move pool. Like, its move pool is insane. It can do oh, a yeah. hundred different things, too. Yeah, really, it has the, the great is, dragon is like, coverage. How do you play it? That's, that's the big thing. Do you play it as Salt Vest? Do you play it as a Dynamax target? Do you play it as this weird, awkward support thing? Weakness policy comfy. Like Let's go. Wisp. Weakness policy comfy. Blow everybody like, up. That's how I played it, and it was really good. Um, Actually, I think I played it with Life Orb, but I bluffed the weakness policy because I had Lapras. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm, that sounds right. Yeah. But like, you have like your your physical move pool is really interesting. 
because you have access to like iron head to boost your defenses even more. You have poltergeist to lower theirs and to hit them ex- extremely hard outside of dynamax. Mm-hmm. Um, you have shadow force, which anyone who's played with or against um, dragapult in the last year knows how good that move is. Yeah. Um, you have, you have dual wing beat, so you can boost your speed in Dynamax. Uh, you have Shadow Sneak for priority. Like, it's, it's physical move pool is really good. And then you look at its special move pool. And, like, it does a hundred different things here, too. It has Energy Ball. It has Earth Power. It has... Draco and Dragon Pulse. Like, it has Dark Pulse, which then lowers their special defenses, so then your your follow-up attacks are doing even more. Like, it has Thunder, so you can hit, uh, you can hit, uh, Kyogre super effectively. Granted, you also have Energy Ball, so you can do that too, but... So, like, you can play it either way. Personally, I like Special more. You lose out on, um... You lose out on exactly flying coverage, but technically not because you have air cutter, which is not the worst. Yeah, but it's not the best either. I mean, granted, it is a spread move, but in the purposes of Dynamax, we know how good it is because of crit kiss in the past. But crit kiss was good because it was a high crit move. It had scope lens. It had super luck. That's what mm-hmm. made Air Cutter good on it. Yeah. But like, Which we don't have any of that here. But it is flying coverage so you can boost your speed in Dynamax. Yep. It, worst case scenario, if that is something you need, you can do it. Do I think that's yeah. particularly good? No. Yeah. Overall, though, I think Giratina, it was a team that really impressed me in laddering when I played it. In reality, though, I don't think it's very good, especially yeah. in the current format where Zacian and Kyogre are both very popular. You don't line up particularly well against either of them, and you straight lose to Ice Rider. Oh, yeah. That, that's the problem with any of these dragons that are, except for like a Reshiram, they just straight up lose to Ice Rider a lot of the time. Like, if, if Trick Room goes up and Ice Rider comes in unchecked, you probably are going to lose the game yeah a lot of the time uh last a slot for now uh dusk main necrozma it's really good i like where it's at um there's an argument you could probably put it at like low s be like a plus low s i think it's better than dialga like if if we're ranking these inside the tiers i think it's better than dialga um I didn't play with Shadow Rider, I don't think, did I? No, that no, was you. I did. So I can't really compare the two in my personal experience, but man, playing with Duskmane, it was insane. The yeah. number of games it just came in and single-handedly wins you the game is immense. Like, Prism Armor is an insane ability, and the fact that you just slap weakness policy on it and say, all right, sure, hit me. Oh, nice intimidate. I don't care. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um, yeah, Duskmane Necroz was definitely the, uh, in the upper A's, lower S's for sure, with that Cali Rider. Um, 
it's definitely better than Dialga in my opinion. Just like we have more weaknesses, but we get to do more, I feel like, because Dialga's almost pigeonholed into being a special attacker a lot of the times because a mm-hmm. lot of its good coverage is in special attacks. Uh whereas Duskwind and Crosmo, you get to do both. You can be a physical attacker with Earthquake and Rock Slide and Sunsteel Strike, or you can be a special attacker with I think it gets access to like Earth Power and um flash cannon and there's a couple other weird coverage moves that you get i think it gets dark pulse too which I lets you power gym because i died to it <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's literally the reason you're bringing up special dusk main uh no i bring it up because uh evan was using it and i watched in the uh snowpocalypse event oh gotcha and that's where i watched a lot of it i watched a lot of it there and he was using special macrosma which was really cool yeah uh for those who don't know I lost to Special Necrozma in top cut of Draft League. And it was, it honestly, it felt like an embarrassment. Um, <laughs> granted, I, I got in my own mindset of, I'm probably losing this week anyway. And then yeah. game one went so terribly that game two, it didn't really matter what happened. And I felt like I played game two really well. And then after his Dynamax ended, I had Reflect Up and it's just like, all right, power, uh, power gym you. I'm like, oh, we're dead. Blow you up. Yep. Yep. Okay. So now we're getting into the B's and C's here and the meat and potatoes of all this. This is where most of the majority of our Pokemon ended up being to begin with. Um, I think Zygarde still belongs in B, just probably not up that high. Yeah, this is this is your pride and joy. You talk me through this one. So Zygarde still does amazing things in this format. Uh, it has a lot of like it's a build around, though. You have to build around it. Um, I currently have a team with Zygarde that I'm working on for best of three. That is, uh, it plays Sizor and Thunderous and a lot of these cool, like niche Pokemon that I really like enjoy and play with. So it's like fun for me, but that's about it. I know that there's been the task of Wolfie. I know Wolfie has made an unkillable Zygarde, which it's hilarious. You just sit there and you coil up in front of things and protect when you think they're going to hit you and just bait protects over and over and over and just coil. And it's great. Um, will you win the late game that way? Probably not. But um, it's it's fun to kind of just sit there and just try to make this unkillable Pokemon. But it's definitely not like playable like the other ones are. Uh, I would consider a restricted playable. It's like you can you don't have to build around it. You can just slap it on a team or on an archetype like Groudon, like Kyogre, where you just I need I will, I'm playing with Sun. I'm playing with Venusaur. So OK, so I need a Sunsetter. OK, I can play with Groudon or hey, I like rain. I want to play with a steel type. I want to play with a uh, grass type. Rain helps reduce a fire weakness. Kyogre seems really good here. Things like that. It's, Zygarde is OK. I have to have a way to beat fairies. I have to have a way to beat ice. I have to have a way to do this. I have to have a way to do that. Like there's no like give or take really. Um, so I, I enjoy playing with Zygarde because it's like a fun puzzle. A lot of the time trying to figure out, okay, how do you just trying to predict your opponent's moves, trying to get around through that and then get to a situation where Zygarde can start to set up coils or just take over the game either way. Um, but that's not definitely not for everyone. <laughs> Just, and that's putting it like lightly. It's definitely not for everyone. I would not be, I would not recommend Zygarde to just any player coming up, like coming into the game. I would recommend Zygarde to someone who's bored with the format and wants a challenge, probably. 
makes sense. I still think it's better than all these C's, though. It's still better than all these. It's still actually, like, it wins games. It can just take over a game by itself. Zygarde Complete is a monster. <laughs> Complete form is just... It just destroys oh, yeah. it, people on ladder. It's insane. Like, it puts on a ton of pressure and punches things really hard. Um... Outside of Zygarde Complete, I know people have been playing with 10% Doggo. Please don't. It it doesn't do enough. Please stop. Navier, this this is we're gonna have an intervention here in a little while because you keep sending me all these doggos and I can't do anything with it because it's it just doesn't do anything. Um but, but ten percent doesn't a do free enough. Coil because focus sash. Yeah, that that, that means squat. And and then <laughs> your power construct triggers and that implies they haven't doubled up into you yet. The Carl focus sash. <laughs> yeah, that implies they didn't double into you. <laughs> it doesn't do enough. Trust me, bigger fifty uh, percent Zygarde survives hits on its own. It's it's good enough. Um, the fun set, I, the fun team I've been playing with, with the Sizer and the Thundy, also has Tapu Fini who has mm-hmm. heal pulse and misty terrain because mm-hmm. you don't run dragon coverage on your you don't run dragon coverage you just don't your moves are coil um protect thousand arrows and like iron tail <laughs> you sit there and coil and thousand arrows people to death or you die to max and set up max deal spike and max quake so you just become this bulky monster after they proc your weakness policy for you it's great um, moving on to some of these other bees here. Uh, got to kind of lightning around some of these. Um, Ho Oh can stay where it's at. Oh, see, I actually think Ho Oh is. I think it's probably not quite a, but I. It's probably better than Groudon. I think it's probably the upper echelon of B. See, I don't. I don't think it needs to be up there. I was gonna move Lugia up closer to Ho Oh, honestly. See, that's fair. Lugia, I think, has definitely impressed me more just because of the amount of bulk it does have. Uh, my big problem with, with it is it, again, just doesn't really put on offensive pressure until your weakness policy is triggered. Like, yeah, if you just... If it has the Metagross Syndrome. If you avoid the weakness policy, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yep. So I think, um, I think Lugia up to C is probably appropriate. I think high C is very good. Uh, it's... Like Lugia is better than all of these random dragons. Yeah, for sure. Like, for, for sure. sure. Um, Ho-Ho is definitely B. It, it's probably fine right where it is. Yeah, like it's it's an upper B. I didn't, like Ho-Ho's fine right where it's at. It's not going up. It's not going down. You can win a game with it. You can do stuff with it. Uh, the problem I've seen with Ho-Ho is you have to like avoid Incineroar and Landorus because mm-hmm. they just put you in the dirt. Yeah, Landorus especially. Landorus. Yeah, Landers especially just it just really just puts you in the dirt and it just feels bad playing against it. So you have to have ways to beat Lando. Um, Palkia. I would move Palkia up into A. I would do that. I, I, I think doing it's that. probably on pace with, with Dialga. I, it doesn't I think have his best... Um, right there in a. Um, the best typing. Because Lapras is popular, it doesn't have the best typing in the world, being a water dragon. Yeah, you you kind of need to avoid exactly freeze dries, but past that, I think it's really really good. Also, taking neutral damage from electric is kind of kind of iffy. Like Reggie, like he can easily just two or three shot you. 
I forget if it was on laddering, like when I was actually recording, or if I was like playing a practice match or something. But I ran into Palkia with flamethrower. <laughs> it it threw me for a loop. Okay. And it, I've seen like thunder to be able to counter uh, Kyogre's, which I mean that's not the most uncommon thing. Um, am I crazy for saying spatial rent's bad? No, wait, yeah. no, no. Spatial rent's good. Roar spatial rent bad. Yeah, roar is not this. This is the one that's not so good. Spatial rent's okay. Uh, you get lucky crits every once in a while. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it is. It's. <sighs> probably worse than draco it's it's slightly worse than draco has a little bit better upside because you don't have to you don't have to worry about missing as much i don't think i think it's 95 accuracy versus draco's what 85 draco's 90 i think is draco 90 i'm pretty sure it feels like it feels like an 85 yeah it's it's 130 and 90 it feels like an 85 a lot of the time because i just miss more than the average have you considered being luckier yes it doesn't work (laughs) Um, Zamazenta Zamazenta really impressed me when I played with it is that enough to move it out of B tier probably not that's fair uh, when it went on that sand team that sand team felt fantastic I had never been more pleased with a random team I pulled from the internet than I had been with that <laughs> Um, it, it, it was great just having access to Tyranitar, having access to Excadrill. There's Zamazenta on the team. It does a lot. Uh, fat, Zamazenta's still fast. Coaching is still really good. <laughs> Who knew that coaching was really good in a format full of uh, you know, physical attackers and intimidators? Right? Never um, would have figured that one out. <laughs> never would have guessed. Uh, so yeah, Zamazenta's good. Is it going to move out of B? Probably not. Um, here's what I want to talk about. Reshiram. This is one is the biggest sleeper pick of this format. This is the one where it's like, this is the B tier going into probably A or S. Like low S. S. I Um, think it is. I don't, I don't think the representation of it is good enough to put it into S. I'm gonna put it there. I think it's probably below dusk main in terms of a no hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass on that. Uh, Reshiram, Reshiram, like I said, Reshiram belongs either low S or high A. It's Dude, it it's a hundred. It's a head above Cali Shadow. It was very easily very good when I played it. It is a head above Cali Shadow easily. Uh, yeah, every, which means every it's, game which I've means it's a head of Dusk Rain. <laughs> and against it, I'm just like, holy cow! This thing impresses me. It's very bulky, just naturally with uh, with its resistances. Uh, you don't have to worry about fairy. You don't have to worry about like steel types don't wall you anymore because you just have blue flare to blow them up. Um, you you really only have to have to worry about a ground rock or a dragon. Like that's it. According to Archidex's monthly monthly dashboard, Reshiram is at zero percent usage. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it has the same issue of Yvaltal. It's not. Uh, played a lot, but the games you see it in, it just dominates people. I I will restate it. Reshiram is the biggest sleeper pick of this format. Yeah. So I I think right there above Cali Shadow is a perfect spot for it in my opinion. Um, I think Sogaleo is probably A as well. I think it's yeah. Under Sogaleo Dusk is Main, definitely but... yeah. Sogaleo moves up. Duskmane and Sogaleo both do similar things and different things at the same time. If that makes sense. The 
they are very, very similar. Um, Yet very different at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> the, the big thing is <sighs> being immune to intimidate's really good. Yeah, being able to go physical attacker immune to intimidate and then you never have to worry about losing your weakness policy boosts is really good. It's it's like Metagross, but better. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's I, actually that's know, what exactly that's a it is. Comparison that many people have made. And one, you know, I'm not I'm not going to claim to be the first person to ever make that comparison, but it's true. Yeah, it's 100 percent true. That's exactly what it is. It's Metagross, but better. <laughs> like, legitimately, um, it's a mon that doesn't see nearly the amount of play it should as well. Yeah. Um, and that's partly because it fights for Meta with Metagross. It fights with Duskmane. It's a Steel Psychic type. It's a very good typing. Um, man, could you imagine if Steel still resisted Dark? Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Actually, I think it would actually make him worse because things like Brutal Swing wouldn't be able to proc a policy anymore. Oh, for sure. I think it actually makes him worse if Steel resisted Dark. Um, That's all the Bs, right? Yeah. That is, yes. Uh, moving into C's, I don't see any of these really moving too far. You if anything, move they move down. down. Like, we can move Draquaza down. We can get this guy out of here. We can get this guy yeah, out of here. Those are, the, the Zekrom forms are really bad. This um, can move up. I do want to talk about specifically Curum White and Eternatus. And this can, we'll talk about these two. We'll move these to the front because I don't know exactly where we're going to put them yet. I think Curum White is probably B. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's everything that Reshiram does, but on an ice and dragon type instead of a fire and dragon type, so you have more weaknesses. Which is it is worse, but your your special attack It's 170, man. <laughs> is it Reshiram's 150? It's like 20 difference. Yes. Is is that is like is that is that worth anything to you? Like, I don't think so a lot of the time. So I'm actually I'm gonna pull them up side by side just like so I can get, actually compare them um, we get more special attack and more I think defense special defense or something like that I can't remember so it's 125 HP compared to 100 for Kiram. yeah um, your defenses are actually worse you have 90 compared to 100 and then 100 on special compared to 120 but you gain 20 in special attack, putting you to 170, and then you're faster at 95 compared to 90. So if we were 100, I would think that would be very good, but we're not at 100, we're at 95. Yeah. So it's it's really, it's really, really similar. Um, it's not better than Reshiram, though. No. It hits so hard, man. It's It's absolutely insane how hard this thing can hit. I didn't get to play with either of these. I, I, I got stuck with, with Zekrom. I got stuck with Zekrom. Zekrom felt terrible. Let you me didn't tell play you. Zekrom. You didn't play Kirim Black. I don't want to hear no. it. No. No. <laughs> I, Zek- I think Zekrom was worse than Kirim Black. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got stuck with Zekrom. Zekrom can be down here for all I care. You know, it's crazy. It can be down singles, here in F. There for a hot minute, it was really good. Like, in, like, Ubers, it was really good. And then they introduced the rest of the legendaries into the format, and it just, like, died. Like, 
Oh, I, I mentioned this, I'm pretty sure, ad nauseum in the episodes I play with it. Electric Dragon is a terrible duo. Oh my goodness. The like, fact that Electric Dragon was once considered the best, like, one of the best Pokemon in a format confuses me. That's because it has a hustle and bolt beak, and because you could actually, like, make it fast. Zekrom is like, ha ha, I get intimidated. I'm weak to ground on top of everything that Dragon's weak to, and Electric adds nothing to help me. <laughs> like, Electric hits flying, Electric hits water. Zekrom didn't care about those to begin with. No. What is it going to do now? <laughs> yeah, I would. I would probably put... Zekrom down in F. It is probably unplayable. Um, I'm really tempted to put Kieran Black down there too. Kieran Black is staying D because it's at least it's like it's Ice and Dragon, so it re- it helps the Dragon type a little bit. Um, it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it just it has the same problems as Zekrom. It's just a better typing. <laughs> like you're less bulky. It, like it, it's literally the same trade-off between Kieran yeah. White and uh, Reshiram. You have less bulk, but you have five percent, like five points into speed and twenty into attack. Yeah, but you have a better typing, which is which is better. That is that does make a difference. And then you get hit with a Will O' Wisp and you cry. And you also have what? What was it? Um, we don't we don't have Ice Punch. We have a uh, Icicle Spear. Yeah, as physical ice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, you don't run this thing to hit opposing dragons with ice type. You run this thing to hit opposing dragons with dragon. Blow them Speaking up. Speaking of line. dragons, Eternatus. This thing impressed me way more than I thought it would. Enough to move it into B? Or are we going to keep it in C? I think it's fine in C. But I think yeah. I think at the upper echelon of C is correct. It is it is probably the closest one, in my opinion, to being pushed into B. Okay. We could put it in front of Lugia then. It's it's really close, but man, just getting to meteor beam people felt really good. <laughs> yeah, that was the cool thing with um what what's his name? Um what did I do? There was no legendary that oh Rayquaza. Being able to hit people with just like Rayquaza Meteor Beam felt fantastic. See, the problem with Rayquaza, though, is it's really bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. Being, uh, like, being able to just hit opposing Ice Riders with just, like, here's Meteor Beam, I'm going to blow you up. We got the Helping Hand Meteor Beam and just blow up Cali yeah, Ice. I, like, I did that many a time with a turn to this. And then my opponent um, Dynamax and Amoongus in front of me. <laughs> that is still the craziest thing I think I've seen on laddering yet. Weakness um, policy, Dynamax Amoongus. Goodness. Um, meteor beams actually like meteor beaming people is actually a lot of fun because it, a lot of just like it's like your fingers crossed because it's not 100 percent accurate. So you're just like sitting there wide eyed waiting to see the animation go off. <laughs> um, I will I will add that the Eternatus team I played was also a colossal team. So like. When Eternatus wasn't good, you just colossal people. So that kind of just takes away from Eternatus for me. Like, but was like, Etern- like it, I mean, yes, to an extent. But man, the Eternatus, when it did its thing, it would 4-0 people. 
Yeah. Like, if people anticipated Cole and I led Eternatus, I would just win. Which, that's surprising. A lot of the times, people are running ground types to beat up Cole, so it's like ground types also beat up Eternatus. Which is, <laughs> it is really awkward. Um, I'd be interested in testing, like, Eternatus Gigas and testing that out, because, like, wheezing next to it, you don't really care you are, again, doubling up on your, your ground weakness, but you're losing out on pressure as an ability. So yeah. you already don't have an ability to begin with. As long as people are optimally PP maxing their moves. Correct. <laughs> Which, like, even still, it doesn't make that much of a difference. Yeah. Um, last Pokemon in C here is Mewtwo. It's fine. Yeah, it was our baseline from the last one where it's like, how good is Mewtwo compared to X? How good is, Mew is Mewtwo compared to Y? Things like that. And it is better than everything in D tier. That is for sure. And it's worse than everything else in C tier. Correct. <laughs> I, I think I think at the very bottom of C is appropriate for Mewtwo. It's about the middle of the pack, about where you need to be. Yep. Uh, the rest of these D's, Giratina, Origin Form, really Duskwing, uh, <laughs> Dawn Wings, and Lunala. You you played Lunala. Lunala felt fine. Like, a now, lot of the times... Was it Lunala that was good, or...? No, like, actually, like, I made sure to bring Lunala every time, and okay. Lunala was actually fine. Okay. Um, As long as you could dodge out Urshifu and Kali's Shadow a lot of the times, Lunala just got to sit there and just be a bulky Trick Room setter. Okay. That meteor beamed an Oko to Dynamax Glastrier. That was the highlight of that. As I just, I, I'm pretty sure I, I crit a meteor beam at plus one and just blew up a Dynamax Glastrier that I'm pretty sure was AV. Just blew it up. As for Dawn Wings, this is the one restrictor we didn't play with because it's essentially the same as Lunala. <laughs> Like, nothing changes. Yeah. It's steel typing comparative, right? Nope. It's still Psychic Ghost. Um, close enough. They they So, the pairings keep the typings between them. Yeah, because they're already uh, Psychic, and the Crosma gains the Psychic typing to whatever. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, so, it ends up being they get a little bit less speed, if I remember correctly. I can look. So I, Dawn, I think Dawn Wings is 77 compared to 97. Let's see. We have Lunala, which is 97. Dawn Wings is 77, correct. Yeah. But it takes those 20 and throws them into special attack. You're way bulkier. Well, you lose 40 points in HP, but you gain 20 in both of your defenses. So it just swaps where your ma majority of your bulk's at. The big thing is you lose Shadow Shield and you gain Prison Armor. Don't they do the same thing? Uh, Shadow Shield, if you're at full HP, ha you take half damage from all attacks. Whereas Prism Armor, you take uh, three quarters damage from only super effective attacks. I mean, everyone's going to be trying to hit me with the dark type move anyway. Yeah. So it's whatever. <laughs> Would you rather live one or maybe live one? Eh, 
Yeah. That's like at that point, that's why we have follow me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, F tier. These Pokemon still all suck. Yeah. Like these are all weakened Pokemon compared to their fused forms above. That's about long and short of it there. Necrozma, Calyrex base form and Kiram base form. Kind of just don't do anything. It makes Why play that, unfused like, Pokemon? That Kiram is so low and like Kiram Black is not much higher in retrospect. <laughs> it makes me laugh that Calyrex is bottom of the barrel and its fused forms are insane. That's because the horses are the insane part of those fusions. <laughs> Let's be real here. The reason they are good is because Spectre and Glastier are busted. That is Glastier specifically. Very true. So are you happy with this new tier list? I am pretty satisfied with this. We weren't terribly off on a lot of them. There was ones like Reshiram uh, where we were really off, I feel like. Um, but... I don't hate, like, being wrong sometimes on certain things. It doesn't feel terrible. Um, hmm. Looking over some of the other stuff here, it's like Lugia is fine where it's at. I wish we I wish it could do more like Lugia is one of my favorites and it just doesn't do anything. Just doesn't do any damage. You ready to move on to team of the week here? For sure, man. Let's let's get this knocked out here. Okay, so today's team comes from YouTube. That hasn't happened in a while. I don't think it's actually ever happened. Uh, yeah, this is our first time uh, having a YouTube team. This came in from one of our viewers named Chris. Um, and you're playing with it. You've already played with it a little bit. I have played one episode. Um, yeah, and how's just that because felt? my my weekend schedule is really hard for me to be able to get in and record, and I want to make sure that we don't have an instance like we did this last week where something comes up on Monday and I can't record. Yeah. Or I'm in the middle of recording when something comes up. Yeah. Uh, trying to get ahead, like we like I'm I'm currently ahead on Let's Plays. I got four episodes of Let's Plays of the Let's Play already recorded. I'm got another two powerpoints for deep dives working on right now so but uh this team's this team's cool uh it's a gigasization team uh we're playing worry seed instead of uh wheezing though this time which which is something i tried to do in draft league with uh comfe but uh whimsicott is definitely a better worry seed user than comfe or thwacky would be initial impression of this team if Gigas doesn't feel good, you're really lackluster when it comes to Dynamaxing. Yeah. Like, um, AV and Sin, I, I did it in one game, and it did not feel great. I, yeah, I Dynamaxed Petri is... a couple times, and it, it felt fine. Does the Bulldoze seem really weird on this, or is it just me? I think the Bulldoze is just like be able to lower speeds on things like Regieleki and whatnot. And then you can like switch Zacian in and then Zacian's outspeeds everything. Or like protect Zacian plus Bulldoze. Yeah, okay. Something like that. Yeah, Bulldoze is your speed control. 
Like, if, like, a tailwind goes down and Whimsicott's not there and you need to get some speed, Bulldoze is, like, how you get your speed back. Okay. I don't I don't hate it, then. Um, but when I, when I first saw it, I'm just like, that's really weird. Yeah, it's a little awkward. You don't think about it that way. Uh, but it definitely can uh, be niche usage um, when you need it to be. Spell attack boosts ghost type attacks, right? Correct. Okay. And, like, the big thing there is, like, you already have your focus dash on Whimsicott. You already have your life orb on Gigas. So, like, what other expert item belt. do you slap on Spectreer? Expert uh, belt's fine, yeah, I, probably. I think expert belt is probably ideal, just because it boosts everything as opposed to just Shadow Ball, but... Like, if you wanted the Dynamax Spectreer, you can just swap this Bulldoze out for Mudshot. Yep. And probably be fine. Um, Snarl's fine. Will-O-Wisp is great. Uh, this Porygon 2 is actually really cool. Just, like, try attack, trick, room, recover, and then eerie impulse you into, into the dirt. Um. Whimsicott, Worry Seed, Tailwind, Moonblast, Protect. Pretty, pretty standard outside of Worry Seed. Um. This AV instant, I talked about instant earlier, and it's like I mentioned AV is like a move set, and it like how it wasn't the greatest thing in the world. It's felt okay so far. Like losing parting shot and like taunt is a big thing, uh, and not having access to snarl instead. Instead, you're playing darkest lariat, which is weird, and it's a kind of like an okay, kind of not okay thing. Uh, this station has play rough on it, and that, that's a big, like, no-no, in my opinion. Like, it's stab fairy, but we don't care. <laughs> you say that, but it felt really good in the games I've played. Like, I, a lot of the times you'd rather have Substitute or Swords Dance or something else in that slot, like Wild Charge, if you really wanted a third move. A lot of the station sets I've been playing, I just play Iron Head, Sacred Sword. And you just get them a lot of the time. I'm actually curious what Architect says here. Um, I haven't covered Zation, but I've been looking at it. I think Playrough is like in the 30s. Playrough is 16. Oh, wow. It's much lower than I thought it was. Yeah, Behemoth Blade, Protect, Sacred Sword, Substitute, Swords Dance, Close Combat, and then Playrough. Yeah. So you're above Wild Charge. Yeah, Wild Charge is super niche, just specifically for Kyogre, if you don't have Lapras on your team. Um, But yeah, this team, is, like I said, got this from the YouTube. They said that they've been working on this for a little bit, and one of their first teams they built. Um, I think it's really cool to like have Gigas and then Whimsicott instead of Weezing, because everyone expects Gigas Weezing when you see Gigas. It's just like yep. Weezing is right there behind it. So yep. having Whimsicott be your slow start, like fixer is actually cool plus it gives you insomnia which actually is like low-key really good <laughs> oh, oh it hasn't come up yet but i've had an instance where uh i've wanted to worry seed my opponent more to get rid of their abilities like if if gigas isn't good i'm just like i have worry seed i can shut off their prankster or yeah. i can shut off solar power or you know just like random ability that's a problem <laughs> yeah and that's what's great is like that's kind of like what Weezing's good at too that's like when Weezing's not good with the lap dog gigas team i was playing on ladder for the first month of series eight uh if gigas wasn't good you could just bring Weezing 
and it's fine. Weezing does stuff still. Um, so it was just kind of cool just being able to turn off people's abilities and actually just like weaken them. Yeah, it's it's but not yeah. fine. Um, I kind of wish P2 was Trace. Yeah. Just, just because like try attack is it's fine. But like download does not feel very good right now. The formats um, a lot very of things especially are bulky to be specifically against P2 where you just get this random attack boost. And like every time I've brought it, I'm just like, OK, thanks. Would rather have literally any other ability right now. Hashtag bring back return. Give P2 return. Oh, please. Does P2 get any good physical normal type attacks? To where we can take advantage of the attack boost? Giga impact. Uh, I don't like that at all. I, I legitimately <laughs> think that's it. Let me look. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, we want physical normal. Uh, we get double edge facade Ooh. giga impact. Do we get trick? <laughs> <laughs> we do in fact get trick okay let's let's get a um we uh facade ignores burn from a right ignores the, yes ignores you, the you burn. ignore the attack drop from burn so we go eerie impulse trick facade in like trick room and slap a flame orb on us and we just take our burn and then we trick it onto them and then we just start blowing them up because they gave us an attack boost. Just turn one, protect. <laughs> protect, trigger my flame orb, trick it onto you. Didn't you know that P2 got access to Will-O-Wisp? Get him. <laughs> just get him. And Dude, then we get to facade you to death because we have gave no us an attack boost. how much boost. I want to do this with like Grimmsnarl now. Oh, Grimmsnarl is great. The problem is, um, is like... Like, specifically Grimmsnarl and, like, Sableye, they just anticipate Fake Out on turn one. Oh, yeah, they just, they just play around the, you're you're going to get them turn one. That's why you use P2. <laughs> so, like, I guess you could do it with Whimsicott, but, like, then you just die. <laughs> yeah. What other what other good prankster users are there? Um, Besides Tornadus and Thunderous? Oh, wait, no, Tornadus is only a Defiant user. Haven't you heard? You get Lipard and Meowstic. Eh, those are okay. But again, don't they both have Fake Out? Yep. Uh, what about... There's not Trick, there's Switcheroo? Yes, that's how Whimsicott does it. There's Clef Key. That also has Prankster, but no Fake Out. Exactly. So we can Switcheroo. We can Clef Key Switcheroo. There you go. That's not terrible. Oh. Anything else you want to talk about this week? Not really. That's about all I've done this week is played laddering, uh, played some more laddering. That's about it. <laughs> uh, I played four episodes of Pokemon Snap. Took about an hour. That's, that's pretty hour good. Hour and a half. I'm excited for that to go up. Is that going up this week? Uh, yes, it'll be the first episode of the on Sunday. So, so yesterday. yesterday as of release. as of this upload. Yeah. OK, cool. 
Um, so go, to, go watch the Let's Plays, guys. There, there's something just to fill in content. And uh, personally, I really enjoy making them. I don't do a lot of talking because unlike Stadium, where there's a lot of downtime, there's no downtime in Snap. That's, it that's is a lot true. of me looking around, trying to figure out what to take a picture of next. And I try to talk in there a lot. Of, and a lot of it's just me sitting there silently moving the camera very quickly with a janky Nintendo 64 controller. Whereas in Stadium, it's like, all right, now I have to theory craft. What do they do? You know, I have to actually play Pokemon. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to take a picture. Yeah, I got to take a picture of this Pokemon that's moving fast across the screen. <laughs> um, I got some really cool uh, special, uh, some really cool pictures for like in like the first and second episode. Um, I definitely episode four is a lot of backtracking and episode five is going to probably be more of the same. Yeah, trying sure, to get the pokey flute unlocked and some other stuff but um eventually we're going to be speed running it on on for the well at least an episode for the youtube and i'm probably going to start speed running it on stream just to get practice runs in it's not going to be super optimal because we're on english and my controller's kind of wonky but it'll be fine is it um is it on the wii u like vc I think so. It's on the Wii. V. It's like one of them. Yeah, I think so. Just like lower lag time even more. Yeah. Uh, I know the Japanese cart is the one that everybody runs on. Oh, gotcha. OK, because it's it's just faster. Um, Currently, but yeah, super excited to start uploading these Let's Plays episodes because they were just it's it's it was very easy to do because it's like 20 minutes, which means you run like a court, like three to four courses and then take pictures. Super excited for the new Pokemon Snap to come out. Same should be. I still need to pre-order. I still need to pre-order mine about a month, a little bit over, a little bit over a month. So the comes. I thought it came out like April. the 13th or something. Last day, of April, April 30th. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, a little bit over a month. Yeah, whatever. It'll be fine. I'm excited for it. I will, Ooh, I will probably play it casually because you're going to do a Let's Play of it, and I don't want to take away... I don't want to stream it and then take away views from YouTube. Yep. Uh, super excited to play it casually for the Let's Play when it comes out. So, yeah. Oh, I think that's it. I covered think that's it. Our tier list covered Team of the Week. Go check out Let's Plays. Go check out Deep Dives. Go check out Laddering. Yeah, for sure. Deep. Go go and check out that Deep Dive. Those those things are very good, very user-friendly, too. Helps you understand what's going on while uh, providing information in a clear and concise way. So, yeah, that's the goal. Help all these new players. So, yeah, that may not have played with them yet. I think that's going to be it. I think that's everything. All right, everyone. If you're new, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Ring the bell for notifications when new stuff goes live. Leave a comment down below. Pound that like button if there's any point during this video where uh, you liked anything. And comment down below why our tier list is awful and how you would change it. I, um, I can hear the people complaining about Lugia and Mewtwo and Xerneas right now. I can just hear them screaming in the comments. <laughs> if you're new here and you're not listening on youtube make sure you head on over to our youtube channel there's all kinds of stuff that we do there week in and week out and uh we talk about it a lot here as well so make sure you go and do that um shout out to like you said we're now on pandora i know you did all that so thanks 
Yeah, uh, we are currently we are now a Pandora partner. Um, it's not on the videos because we don't have to put it on the videos, but you'll see it on the tweets for Twitter and in the anchor descriptions. A lot of the times it's just like hashtag Pandora podcast and things like that. It's just part of the partner program. Nothing special for it. Um, super excited to do that, though. I think they're like we're the only one of like one or two Pokemon VG, like VGC podcasts on Pandora, which is really cool. That is really cool. I don't I don't use Pandora at all. I use Spotify, so I, I am been a diehard Pandora fan for a very long time. We have a premium subscription that I end up paying for every month, which is whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, let's see. You talked about Twitter, kind of. Make sure you go and follow us there at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri25, Carl at musical underscore thirty-three. Uh Carl and I are both on Twitch as well. If you really like our content and want to be able to support us, you can always do so on there by subscribing. Um, if you really like that and don't have a Twitch account or whatever, um, we have the subscription program here through... You, what it, I don't actually know what this is. This is all you. So it's just essentially just like a Patreon page for through Anchor for us. Uh, it helps support the podcast. You can donate anything from a dollar to $10 a month. Uh, which ends up being up as little to 25 cents an episode just to support us and help us out and get all of our jumpstart projects we're working on. Currently working on trying to get a website figured out and get merch. That way, once the website's done, we can do merch. Once the merch is done, we can start doing more stuff. It's a whole process. It's a whole and process it, and a half. And we, we just have to get started and just get on it, but we haven't gotten on it yet just because we've been busy. Yep. Um discord come and join our community discord our people are great um that's how you can get your teams on the show on the youtube channel for laddering um and more importantly interact with carl and myself and our community um they're great our community is easily my favorite place on the internet uh i know we're doing events like almost every day like every other like week now uh, we have we had the Metronome Rumble last Saturday, which that was that's probably going to be a hoot. I am excited um, to hear people rage quit. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so excited <laughs> to hear about people exploding and <laughs> people using Memento and dying. Like I would have won had I not been bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know we're doing a multi battle draft format as our like our off program right now mm-hmm. um once once draft league ends we're doing that so if you're interested in multi-battlings teaming up with a partner or anything like that uh only one of you has to be in the discord just so we can get like team pairings and whatnot coordinated around each other but uh, if you and you have a partner or two people that want to play multi-battles with uh you can come join the discord and go get signed up for that signups end april 9th i remember correctly yes not quite sure i I think that's what i read well we've been out of the loop because we've been so busy with work the mods have just kind of just like kept everything running for us which they're great our mod team is great man they make everything function yeah we we kind of just like show up anymore yeah that's what it feels like i mean that's kind of what it's supposed to be it's like the mod team handles all the small stuff we we talk with people and whatnot and handle the content creation so it's great Yep. But I think that's it. I think we're getting out of here. I think that's everything. Yeah, let's get out of here. I'm hungry. All right, guys. Have a good week. We'll be back next week. Peace.